0: Welcome to the Growing Happy Families podcast, where we aim to help you clarify your goals for your family, understand what makes your family members tick, and work out what helps you to get along better. This podcast is in no way an expert directive on how you should be parenting your children. After all, you are the experts on your family. But it is my sincere hope that you might hear something that helps you feel supported and understood as you go about the business of raising your next generation. My name is Kim Leone, and I'm here today talking with my lovely co-host and pal, Mari Perks.
1: Great to be talking to you again.
0: Yeah, Happy Um, New Year.
1: Happy New Year to you too. Um, And something that's very much in my mind at the moment, that's come from various places in family and outside, is Mm -hmm. the amount of pressure, I think, that mums in particular, dads too, are under at the moment because schools are closed, the pressure from COVID-19 has increased. And so parenting has definitely become a 24-hour-a-day job with all age groups. Yeah, And so mum is not just 24-hour mum, but also teacher, policeman, mm-hmm. nurse, all of those things. How do parents get through this and bring their children through this in one piece do you think
0: well that's a question isn't it that's a really big question and i i mean it's the right question to ask at the moment i think because a lot of people are probably especially straight after christmas when you know christmas is quite a an intense time for families anyway and can be quite uh draining i guess on parents um we're all kind of a bit drained with the whole covid thing from last year and and here we are again back in lockdown with lots of constraints on us but also you know the stay at home work from home oh and by the way parent you know parents you've got to be teachers as well and you know for teachers who are kind of trying to be online and help the kids at school but also have quite possibly, family uh, at home of their own to be helping to homeschool. So there's all sorts of stuff going on, isn't there? And I think the really most important, but sometimes forgotten thing, shall we say, is um, looking after yourself. So the biggest and most important first step, if you like, is self-care. And it's the one that we quite often leave till later in inverted commas that quite often doesn't happen so Mm. you know I can already
1: I can almost already hear mums out there saying so in what two minute gap between everything else I've got to do am am I going to fit this self-care in Kim
0: good question and you know and a very relevant question because there's so much going on And how do we find the time when we're we're already stretched? But that's precisely the problem, isn't it? We get stretched because we're tired or because we've got too much going around in our head. So when I talk about self-care, I'm not talking about a day at the spa or, you know, three hours with your feet up watching a movie, which would be lovely. I'd love that. I'm sure that there are a lot of people who would love to do that, but we can't always fit it in. So it's looking at the little things that we can do, because if we can do small things often, little and often, we can just keep going, just keep stepping forward in all the different tasks that we've got to do. Um, So it's little things like taking time out. We send the kids away for time out, don't we, sometimes? Just go away and think about things, you know, think about what you've done or just go until you've calmed down. Well, there's what's wrong with us doing that for five minutes?
1: Yes, that sounds easy to do. But I do know mums that would say even two minutes would be a big ask of my children. And I just feel if I take time out, there's the other bits I haven't managed to get to I've got that email to send to my boss I've got the washing up still in the sink or the dishwasher to load or you know something so how how do I guess what's in my head is where do people find the space to allow themselves the changing mindset that says do you know it's perfectly fine for you to block out 15 minutes in the day for yourself and give the children an activity or something, it feels like it's a, it's a mindset thing rather than a physical time management thing.
0: I think you're absolutely right. I think that first of all, we have got to, and that's why I kind of think of it as, you know, and I'm going to put up a blog shortly as well about it, it begins with you. So it's got to begin with your mindset of this is what I need in order to keep me going, in order to keep other people going. So it's that change. And of course, normally, as parents, our focus is on the children. It's keeping the children going, keeping them fed and watered and bathed and bedded and all the rest of it. But we, we have to sort of shift that. It's not selfish to need time for ourselves. So we've got When we've got that in our head, that idea that we need this in order to carry on, then I think it it does change it slightly. And that I know it's not a, it's not an easy thing, but if we can just, just you know, pull it in a little bit, I deserve this. I am, you know, I have permission to let myself have this. Then we we start changing the way we approach things. And it gives things a different light. No, it's not going to stop the children from going, mummy, mummy, I'm hungry. Or, you know, Mary's just hit me. Or Joe's just thrown my best Lego down the stairs or whatever. Those things are still going to be happening. But we're coming from seeing it from a different perspective, perhaps. Um, It's not easy. It's not easy. But if we can do it, it will help us to cope. And it will help us to get through it a lot better. It's not going to get miracles. But at the moment, and it's something that you and I have talked about before as well, you know, when, when everything's challenged, it's not, it's not necessarily about having happy, happy, joy, joy everywhere. It's just about how do we get through the next day, mm. you know?
1: I think one thing that um, I was just thinking about, too, one of the things was about encouraging cooperation yeah. from the children. Mm-hmm um and how to kind of get them on board and the other bit as you were talking um which I was completely concentrating on but just flitted in was that bit about if we allow our if we like our batteries to run down Mm -hmm. and we haven't got the charge then we're less efficient and have less to give
0: absolutely
1: because we haven't got the energy to to spend time with our children doing effective things
0: well, it's like with a car. I mean, if you, if you have your car and you put fuel in when it's needed, then the car keeps running, you know, and if you service it when it's time for a service, the car keeps running well. But if you leave it till the, something you know, begins to knock under the bonnet or you run out of fuel, it's a lot harder to get the car going again because there's a lot more to do to make it run. So it's mm. it's very similar with us as well. You know, we need refueling and we need some kind of maintenance to to allow us to keep going at the rate that we need to keep going. Mm. And when you've got small kids, you need to keep going. There's no two ways about it.
1: You do. And I'm just I don't know how you feel about the self-reward, uh, whether we can call it that. I know I was doing something that my cho- children have grown and left home have their own families but I was doing a job that had was a little bit trying and hard work and I really needed to get it done mm-hmm. and I actually promised myself that when I'd done it I would sit down with a very nice frothy coffee and a biscuit and have half an hour's quiet time before I did anything else so yeah. is that maybe something to encourage parents to do for themselves as well
0: absolutely because it is time out, isn't it? You know, you're giving yourself a space. It might only be five or ten minutes, but that is going to refuel you. It's going to give you a bit of rest. It's going to give you a bit of quiet sitting down time where you're not running around like a mad thing. And then that gives you that little moment to recharge. You know, and you can do that with the kids around you. It doesn't have to be in total silence and, you know, in a darkened under- room. That might be preferable, but... <laughs> we can manage without it right but it's those little moments that are going to get us through and let's face it at the moment with the you know the the situation it is challenging and there's no two ways about that we have to just get through at the moment
1: we do and what was something else I think I'm reflecting on because being a grandmother myself and I speak about it Every time we speak, I think, mm. knowing that I can't offer to take a bit of the load off. Yeah, because there's no allowance for other than absolutely essential childcare, That it Letting mum have half an hour just on her own while you look after the children isn't allowed. Even that little bit isn't allowed.
0: And Interesting that you should say that, though, Mari, because the other day I was talking about this with somebody. Was it you? I don't know. (laughs) I can't remember. But it was somebody who had grandchildren. And I was thinking, what's to stop you if you have Zoom or FaceTime or another kind of video contact with the the family? What's to stop you getting some books that the kids will like and reading them a story for half an hour on Zoom?
1: That. I think we did have that conversation. i forgot <laughs> Yes, I just think sometimes it's hard to keep their their attention. But I think that thing of or an interactive game or yeah. something that just they and you can do, even for five minutes. Yeah. yeah between literally. having a chat with mum or whatever is um,
0: just so that mum can go to the loo on her own is lovely, isn't
1: it? Oh, big things. I I think when I was my children were young. Being able to go and lock the door yeah yeah so they didn't have to be able to get in and out that was oh my that was amazing yeah Sorry, that didn't make me a terrible parent they no, were quite old really by nothing. then um but yes th- what comes up that as well is that thing about being creative in your thinking about how to access yeah. a bit of time or an activity or um just space to get your head clear
0: sure i mean um something that i heard recently and it was very tongue i think it was actually off of facebook or somewhere like that but it says if you want to guarantee a half an hour of quiet tell your children that you're going to have a nap for for 10 minutes and that they should wake you up after 10 minutes so that you can all do some house cleaning together (laughs) that was guaranteed to keep make sure that they do not wake you up so you could you know maybe revert to some some sort of uh, subterfuge to get your time and that obviously would depend on the age range of your children yes yes (laughs) because you can't do that with small people and this is going to be more challenging the smaller the children are because they need more hands-on help don't they
1: do and i think um for me i suppose for some parents maybe planning in i know i did um recently i did a short course for work about time management Mm -hmm. and it some of the things were so blatantly obvious that it was i why didn't i think of that before but one of the things that um i'm sorry i can't remember his name one of the things that he said was um and put Put it in your diary, and if it's in your diary, it's in your diary. Yeah, so if you've said to yourself at 11 o'clock each morning or thereabouts, I'm going to have 15 minutes to drink my Tassimo latte sorry, that's my guilty pleasure. Um, and other coffee machine makes are available, obviously. Yeah. yeah, um, then that's your. It's in your diary, that's something you're going to do. And next to it could be while the children have 15 minutes on the Xbox or watch their favourite cartoon or have free run of the craft box or whatever. It's in your diary, so that's your time booked.
0: Yeah. And it's also there, what I'm, you know, what I'm sort of picking up on there is you find something that will occupy the children. And you, can't, you maybe can't do the same thing every day because obviously children get wise to that trick and think, huh, this is just so mum can have five minutes. So find something different to do each day or have them sit down with you with their biscuit and coffee or not coffee, probably with children. That's not a good thing. They can have baby chinos, frothy milk. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, you know, there's all sorts of ways to do it. And I think it's like you said, it's the being creative about finding ways but managing to carve out the time for yourself and knowing that it's for you and not feeling guilty that it's for you.
1: No, because mm-hmm. by taking time for you, you're actually creating better time for the children. Exactly. And exactly. less stress. Yeah. During the day. Yeah. Just just quickly, because I know our time is coming to an end, and there's probably a slightly bigger question than than the last three minutes demand, but... I'm aware as well that within the cohort of parents with children at home from school are a lot of parents who are home working. Mm -hmm. And so every second that isn't spent with the children is on the computer or telephone calls or whatever. How do we encourage those mums and dads to also carve out their 15-minute break or make sure you sit down with the children at lunchtime for half an hour and all have lunch together? Any ideas
0: there? I think that's a really, really good thing. And I think maybe this requires some talking between adults, if there are indeed other adults in the house, and then obviously in a a single parent household, that's gonna be more of a challenge. But, and, and you're right, I think this is probably a way bigger question than we can answer fully. But for things like that, I'm thinking, yes, Sharing a meal time, if at least you can share a meal time together, that's great. Now, there are going to be challenges for some families who haven't only got one laptop. And so you're having to shuffle whether the kids have the laptop time because it's their lesson online or you're, oh, I've got a Zoom call with, you know, customers or whatever. So it's, you know, it's it's about communication and being clear on what everybody's got. Maybe it needs to sort of sit round the table and say, okay, this is what I've got on Monday, this is what I've got on Tuesday, and have a like a joint diary. Um, the other thing I really want to to put in there is having a routine. Because, because it's COVID and everybody's home from school, we might treat it like a holiday. But obviously that we parents need uh, uh, to carve out time for themselves either before and after children are in bed or or some space when children go to their rooms if they're old enough to just give us some time so bedtime's really important meal times keep them as you know as regular as you can have a period where you all go for a walk or whatever make sure you've got those things diaryed in um, because the more regular and routine life is the less uncertain things feel. And uncertainty is one of the biggest things that challenge us in this kind of time. So,
1: I totally agree with that because I know that children, a lot of children, do feel more comfortable with their routine. And of I mean, course, not lovely. being in school, they haven't got yeah. the time when school starts. Who's going to be there? Playtime is now. Yeah. Lunch time is then. Break time is then. I've got missed. Smith at this lesson and then mrs so-and-so comes in to do this so half if we can that, but... do that
0: if we can do that for the children at home that will help them feel more secure and then there will be less behavior because behavior really does reflect on the needs that the children have and that might be for attention or to feel that they're you know they're capable of what's you know handling what's going on at the moment so if we can give them some some certainty even if it's little certainties so we know when time you know when this is going to happen that will help them to calm down and not push the boundaries so much yeah,
1: so, and, I, yeah and i guess one final kind of yes or no and maybe a subject for another conversation is that bit is it okay to say to the children i know it's a really weird time. I know everything's unusual, we can't be in our routines and we don't know when it's going to get back to normal but we'll do our best to um, have a routine and do planning and, and as soon as you can get back to school then we'll be back to our usual routine again.
0: Yeah I think it's absolutely essential that we keep the kids in the loop because they do know that things are not right they do understand that. But if we don't tell them what we know is going on in our little, you know, our little world at home, then that's going to lead to more uncertainty. And the more certainty that we can give them, the less, the less uncertain they will feel logically and, and we'll be, you know, we'll be more calm. And I think the other important thing in your, your sentence there was the we, we are all in this together. And that's reassuring. To know mm. that it's not just me that feels uncertain and needs routine. You know, we're all in it together feels much, much more safe for children.
1: Mm. So. I think it's a message for all of us, Kim. I think that's yeah. a wonderful point of which to end. Thank you so much for all that insight and um, Sort
0: of helpful encouragement for parents i think thank you it's um it is after all my own opinions and my own thoughts so other people will probably have different ideas and different opinions too and you don't know, really go with it and trust yourself because you know your family best and you know what's right for you so it's yeah. just a you know a thought provoker really mm. I, something I to be useful <laughs>
1: ideas
0: for people who are looking for ideas thank you so much thank you you next time yes see you soon okay so that's it today thanks for listening we hope it's given you some thoughts and ideas to help you growing your happy family and we'll be back soon with another episode thanks to mari for co-hosting mari's got a podcast as well called intentional conversations about counseling and therapy And thank you to Mick Parks for the musical contributions that are on here too. If you'd like to know more about the ways that we could work together or you'd like to give us feedback about the podcast or suggestions for uh, future episodes, please go to our website at heartfeltthinking.com. And my name is Kim Leone and this has been the Growing Happy Families podcast where we aim to help you clarify your goals for your family, understand what makes your family members tick and work out what helps you to get along better. See you soon.